welcome back to Bad Movie Sunday. I'm Ashley. I'm Amy. And uh, if we sound a little different on today's episode, it's, uh, well, we probably all know what's going on in the world. Yeah, uh, yeah, please. a lot. <laughs> a lot is going on. And I feel like every week we find out some new terrible shit that's going on, which which kind of explains today's episode, really. No, it kind of does fit the whole 2020 theme we have going on of like the world ending. We've got uh, Miss Rona. We got uh, the fucking murder hornets or whatever they're called. Uh, last mm-hmm. time I talked to Ashley... We talked about these flying spiders that they found. Yeah, uh, oh my god. I wanted to read more about those, but, like, I couldn't, like, open any articles because the pictures were so terrifying. They're, like, giant spiders with wings. I cannot. Oh my god, we've already had, like, threat of World War Three. Australia was on fire. Like, we don't know. Amy and I were just talking before this about, like, what, what could possibly come next? We right. figured it out. <laughs> and, well, wait a second, but because uh, today I sent you that TikTok of this oh, news God, clip, yeah. and apparently there have been, like, cicadas that are, like, sleeper agents that have been asleep for <laughs> 17 years or whatever, and all of a sudden, Bucky Barnes style, someone said some, like, code words or whatever, and now they're all, like, coming to life again. What what they say, like, trillions? Yeah. So huge ass number doesn't really matter, you know. Like after a million fucking cicadas, I think like it can't get any worse. Well, I guess you know it's our time. If we gotta go, I mean, this year has been on our asses. Like we gotta go. You know what I mean? You know, if we're gonna go, we gotta hopefully not the spiders and hopefully oh, yeah, not no, no, no. the uh, the murder whatever hornets. I'm hoping for aliens. Personally, that's yeah. the way I'd want to go. Yeah. You mean, like, uh, do you want to get, like, beamed up, or do you want to get, like, killed right away? Oh, no, I definitely want to get beamed up. I don't want to get probed, but I would want to see, like, some sort of alien technology. I just feel like that would, like, fulfill my life, you know? That would be cool. That yeah. would be cool. Hopefully there's not, like, experiments that they want to do on us or whatever. <laughs> yeah, no. You know, with all this uh, free time... On our hands. I've been watching the entire uh, Predator series. <laughs> yes! I would like to get taken out by a Predator. Mm, yeah, I get that. Because <laughs> I just get right in there right away. You're dead in like 10 seconds. Yeah, see, you know, like the whole thing, like, oh, would you rather... <laughs> I lo- the whole thing, like, this is a question people are asking. <laughs> but, oh, would you rather get eaten by an alien or a Predator? Like, obviously... A predator you want to get killed by, right? Aliens, like, eat you from your stomach out or whatever? Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, I don't want to no get, thanks. like, an alien in my stomach. Or they just, like, drip their fucking acid saliva all over you, and that's not good either. I wouldn't want that. <laughs> no, no, no. Also, let me clarify. When I said I wanted to die by aliens, I was talking about, like, maybe some Yoda action. <laughs> <laughs> not the not the xenomorphs or anything uh, uh creepy like that. They also have those like tiny mouths in their regular mouths, which is like the grossest way to die. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you're right. Predator, quick and easy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you probably like won't even see him coming. He's like invisible or whatever. Yeah, man. Honestly, I agree. <laughs> It may happen this year. Uh, we don't know yet. We're only a couple months in. You know what? We're like halfway through. I would not be surprised if they found that the Predator was like based off some real shit that they find. <laughs> file style. You know, I'm like st- like starting to not even get surprised anymore when they're like, yeah, killer cicadas are coming your way next month. <laughs> We've had killer bees. Um, segue, by the way, uh, killer bees is exactly what this movie is about. Oh, right. That's that's why we had this whole long rant, but that's the point that we, we wanted to come to, is that that's why we chose this movie. We thought it was uh, topical, considering what's happening in the world uh, vis-a-vis the killer bees. Yes, that's also why if we sound a little different than uh, usual, it's because we're both in our own houses instead of what we call this studio, which is... <laughs> An empty library at our university. <laughs> mm-hmm. A library study room beside uh, usually very noisy other study rooms. 
Yeah. Um, so, I mean, hopefully it sounds better. Right? I mean, maybe, but then again, there are problems that come with uh, doing this from home. Like, for example, my neighbor, I don't know if I told you this, but my neighbor uh, has started learning how to play the saxophone <laughs> every day. While all our other neighbors are stuck inside having to listen to him. Oh, that's so fun. Okay, this learn not even like play the saxophone. He's not like Kenny G, like up in here, like those smooth tunes like coming out of his he's learning how to play the scale like 70 times in a row. So um wow. well. and then my my dad did some digging. He was like, I gotta find out where this kid is. Like where what's it what, what apartment is it coming from? It's three floors away. <laughs> And I hear him perfectly every day from 3 o'clock to 4 o'clock. Thank God it's 4.30 right now. And he is playing, for some reason, the saxophone. Oh, my God. Wow. Well, that that is... Uh, uh... <laughs> it's awful. awful. It's horrible. It's disgusting. It is vile. <laughs> I feel like the opposite of that Lady Gaga. <laughs> gift where she's like show-stopping brilliant (laughs) but this is the opposite it's it's disgusting it's gross it's uh, the worst it's not gonna stop no shows it's not gonna stop no shows (laughs) except for people to get out of the shows they're stopping so they can leave the shows so psa if you live in an apartment please do not start playing the saxophone during this quarantine Mm Anyways, I'm going crazy, girl. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, um, you're going to go even more crazy because we're going to talk about a, a little movie called Tsunami. You know, I was disappointed a little bit. Me? Because when you have... <laughs> by the whole movie, but by, <laughs> by the life. title also. Because when you have, like, Sharknado, right? Which we watched in a previous episode and uh, you can all listen. And we both now. loved, by the way. And we both loved, but the thing is, in Sharknado, there were sharks and tornadoes. Sharks in <laughs> But in this movie, Tsunami, there were bees, well, but there, there were tsunamis. There were no bees and there were no tsunamis. There were hornets, and oh that was it. <laughs> so I thought it was going to be like, oh my god, the, the city is devastated by a, a tsunami, and also there are bees. But no, it's a tsunami of bees. But wait, they're not even bees. Okay, I I made a, a note of this later on. But um, we all know what a tsunami is, right? It's like a, a big wave. If you just like Google the uh, the cover for this movie, they're going for like a Sharknado kind of vibe where it's like a tornado of bees. But that's not what a tsunami is <laughs> no and i don't think uh bees would do well in a tsunami <laughs> considering it's like water <laughs> yeah also i'll just read the summary really quick here in case you guys have not heard of tsunami um and the summary says when atmospheric catastrophes send los angeles into chaos survivors band together as giant clouds of killer bees descend from strange gravity swells which like kind of explains it but the movie doesn't explain like there are strange gravity swells and that's why there are these giant bees all over okay no i don't want to have to do pre-reading homework before i'm gonna watch a movie you know what i mean a movie called tsunami (laughs) (laughs) also i may regret saying this this may be the stupidest thing i've ever said um (laughs) So it's called Tsunami, right? Mm-hmm. Like with a T, because that's how Tsunami is spelled. Yes. And I was just informed very v- surprisingly recently. <laughs> like today, recently? <laughs> like a couple days ago, recently. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the, the car, Subaru, is not in fact pronounced to Subaru. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Does Subaru have a silent T at the beginning? It does not. But for some reason, like, it's spelled with a S. But for some reason, I was like, oh, Subaru. Like, Tsunami. Oh, the- <laughs> I had a T. And I don't know why. I- <laughs> hmm. That's anyway, 
fact of the day. That's baffling, but <laughs> it's in fact spelled with an S for all you fellow scholars out there that <laughs> want to learn some facts. As soon as you said that, I thought I was like having a stroke. I'm like, did I forget that Subaru has a T at the beginning? I was like questioning my whole life. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, as we said, this movie, I thought it was going to be an asylum movie because asylum makes all those like hur- hurricane versus Sharknado. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, all those like yeah. monster disaster movies. And this is like right up there in that field. But I don't think it's made by them. No, it's not. Because I did some digging into the Asylum's Wikipedia page. And I was trying to look for this movie, and it wasn't on there. And unless my eyes deceived me, which is, like, definitely a possibility, (laughs) this isn't made by the Asylum. Yeah, it's just kind of like a knockoff Asylum movie. We'll we'll get into it, because we got a lot to say. (laughs) We got so much to say. By the way, if you're new here to Bad Movie Sunday, <laughs> uh, we're a podcast that watches bad movies so you don't have to. We roast them. We toast them. We have a lot of fun. And we hope you enjoy today's episode. As we said in the Sharknado episode, this is season two for us. This is our second year going into the podcast, and we are trying to toast more movies. Last year was a lot of roasting. Maybe too much <laughs> roasting. Yeah, we're trying to get better. We're trying to pick movies that we're excited about or that we've seen before and we think deserve more attention. And I feel like this one I was excited about because uh, both of us did like Sharknado and I thought I thought it was The Asylum, but I guess it's not. So yeah. I was excited about this. But, I mean, it's not The Asylum and you can kind of tell as you're watching it doesn't have the same humor yeah in this episode i think we're trying to do a lot more toasting but i think there's just going to be a whole lot of roasting in this episode so we'll try to get some toast in there but forgive us (laughs) break the bottle (laughs) so as always we have a little drinking game for you guys if you want to watch tsunami um you can drink along to these points and if you don't want to we will try our best to tell you when these things happen uh while we go through it scene by scene a little later on so the drink that i have today is the bee's knees oh perfect (laughs) so what you need is gin honey lemon orange juice orange and ice um, so you combine 50 milliliters of gin, two <laughs> tablespoons of honey, um, or 15 milliliters of honey syrup in a cocktail shaker. You stir until honey dissolves and add 20 milliliters lemon juice, 20 of orange juice, and you add ice, shake well, strain into a martini glass or on the rocks, and then you garnish with an orange peel. That sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. I, maybe it really is the bee's knees. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Oh, by the oh. way, this is going to happen a lot, I feel. This is like the bee movie episode. We're just going to be making a lot of... We're just going to be... be? Oh. <laughs> making oh. a lot of bee puns. So yeah. please uh, beware. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ashley, what's your first point for the drinking game? The first point I have is whenever um, the the main black girl, Chica, breaks up a fight between people. <laughs> okay. I have whenever someone or a group of people are running away from the bees. <laughs> okay. Or the hornet, whatever they are. Yeah, similarly, I have whenever the bees kill someone. I have uh, whenever they talk about God or religion, which is, like, surprisingly a lot. Yeah, I had that one, too. <laughs> my next one is whenever there's a flashback. Mmm, yeah. Okay, my last one is every time a different uh, kind of natural disaster occurs. So there were, like, at the beginning, there was, like, fires going on. And then, the, of course, there were, like, bees. And then later... I don't want to spoil too much, but there are zombies in this movie. Yeah, uh, uh, that's um, my next point. Whenever zombies, you... if you will. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Well, I hate it, but I love yeah. it. <laughs> you 
I want me too. They were just like, mm, fuck it, we'll add in some zombies. <laughs> I know. They like show up for the first time. And you're like, um, I didn't know I was watching this kind of movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's my next point is whenever you see a zombie. Mm, so that's all I have. Uh, what are your I, last points? Yeah, I have two more. I have every time the girl I just mentioned uh, obviously forgets her lines <laughs> and like <laughs> pauses for a couple seconds. I mean, we could do that for everyone. I feel like everyone has at least one moment. This is true. I just thought it was especially evident. (laughs) And uh, this is a bit of a different one. It's every time you, as the viewer, have to take a break while watching this movie. I myself watched it over the course of two days and had to take about five or so uh, uh, breaks. That that accounts to five or so shots. Of course, I don't have any alcohol in my house, so it was just (laughs) lacking. But, uh... Uh, me too. I watched this over two days, but I couldn't, like, take so many breaks because I was watching it with my dad. And every time we would step away and come back, we'd be like, okay, let's recap what happened. Oh, and no. neither of us would know what happened. <laughs> no, so we that's tried worse. to watch it in two parts. Oh, God. Okay. Did you watch this alone or? Oh, yeah. No. Who would want to watch this with me? <laughs> Some like family quality bonding time during this quarantine. <laughs> Watch Tsunami with your family. Oh yeah, great idea. This is especially good if you want your family to leave you alone for the rest of however long this is gonna be. Ooh, introvert be- secrets. That's kind of a life hack. Mm-hmm. Life hack: subject your family to awful movies so they never invite you to hang out with them. <laughs> Wait, I may use that one. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's pretty good, and believe me, it works. <laughs> so, uh, not like it really matters for this movie. Honestly, not a ton really happens, but we are going to be going into the whole movie, breaking it down scene by scene, pretty much now. So this is your last chance to leave uh, before we start spoiling stuff, which again, there's not really a ton to spoil. <laughs> and we already kind of spoiled, like, the whole zombie thing, and but... You'll still probably be surprised if you do watch it. <laughs> this is true. I Okay, the first zombie showed up, and I was like, oh, that's weird. And then another one shows up, like, 20 minutes later, and I was like, oh, that's weird. I forgot there were zombies in this. <laughs> and they show up for, like, a third time near the end, and I'm like, oh, yeah, we're doing this now. Yeah, there's... I have a lot to say about these zombies. I love that we're calling them that, by the way. I know. I don't even know if that's what they intended zombies because it's a b-movie thankfully it's not the b-movie because the b-movie i think was pretty good if this was b-movie to imagine oh my god it went downhill oh my god (laughs) jerry seinfeld is like what did they do to my bees (laughs) oh my god world war b oh wait hold on oh my gosh hold on i like that a minute (laughs) hey uh seinfeld (laughs) Because B-movie, right, was about the environment. Maybe World War B is about, is like the sequel to the B-movie, but it's all about all the shit that's happening in 2020. Oh my god, yeah. Because no one took care of the environment. The bees are out to get them. (laughs) But not report this time through murder and zombies. Well, anyway, that's something for Seinfeld to think about while he's locked up at home. (laughs) He'll email us back one day. Yeah. You have our contact. It's uh, badmoviesundaypodcast at gmail.com if you want to <laughs> get back to us about our contracts for uh, writing B-Movie 2, World War B. So now we're going to get into the movie. We're going to break it down scene by scene, which is like kind of hard to do because, uh, well, you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I like don't really know what's happening for half of these scenes. It Me starts too. off in like a post-apocalyptic wasteland world which is just a regular field color graded yellow by the way <laughs> can we talk about the uh the color grading in this movie before oh, anything we'll get to the color grade <laughs> because the saturation in this movie is so weird <laughs> like the light levels are trying to be i don't even know what but they're not very good It's like, you know when you see, like, an early 2000s movie and they're trying to depict heaven, so they (laughs) overexpose everything to the point Mm -hmm. where you can barely see what's on the screen? That's how much light was in this movie. That's pretty much it, yeah. (laughs) 
So yeah, it starts off in this post-apocalyptic wasteland. There's this random dude like holding up a cross and then we cut to this Bible verse. We're like two seconds into this movie and I'm like, hang on. (laughs) I thought this was an asylum, (laughs) gonna be a funny monster movie. Why is this a religious thing? (laughs) I was thinking the same thing. The asylum would never have a Bible verse at the beginning of their movies because they like really don't take themselves seriously. But this movie is trying, I feel like it's trying to say something important, but I have no idea what that something is like at all. (laughs) It's like trying to say something, but then it's also trying to say the opposite of that thing. So you don't really know what exactly the point. I think what they wanted us to take away from this movie is to, like, have faith in God or something like that. But I'm just going to jump ahead to the very end of the movie real quick. Um, They don't resolve any of the problems in this movie. So that doesn't really help them at all. Because you're like, oh, if you have faith, like, the world will be okay. And then at the end of the movie, the bees are still there. Like, everyone dies except for one person. And it's just generally very bad. Yeah, it was just really confusing what they were trying to accomplish with it. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of just, like, out of the blue people talking about, like, you don't believe in God? Like, bitch, that's why you're getting attacked by bees. And I'm like, hold on, what? (laughs) I know. At first I thought it was like, okay, this is just like a weird off-the-cuff uh, Bible verse at the beginning. It, they probably just found some text that had to do with killer insects or whatever. The text was something like, and God said the bees will kill us all or something. I don't know what the quote was. I was like, okay, that kind of relates to the movie. But no, it's just like, that's fully their message. <laughs> Legit, like, oh yeah, the bees are coming to kill us and there's nothing we can do about it. Which is true, which is true, admittedly. Like, they got that right on the nose for 2020. Like, that is true. But also, maybe they should have, like, had an ending where they believed in God or whatever they wanted them to do, and then somehow the bees are no more. Yeah, That's not what happened. Which they almost did, and we'll get to the ending when we get to the ending. But they just contradicted themselves, like, a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I had no idea, really, what this the point of this entire movie was yeah and there's this like there's this scene literally right at the beginning like after the random bible verse that's just like these people trekking through the jungle and then bees attack them and they die and that scene has no bearing on the rest of the movie that's just like (laughs) a random scene (laughs) and then we switch to completely different characters for the rest of the movie to the actual main characters and, and first, they introduce us to, like, the world. They're in L.A. And, like, for some reason, the fucking purge or whatever is going on. <laughs> there's, like, earthquakes. There's, like, fires. There's, like, a giant uh, crime spree going on. There's, like, no power or whatever. Cars are, like, abandoned on the side of the road. I don't know what kind of apocalypse it is, to be honest. Yeah, it seems like three different apocalypses, like, all come together. (laughs) And they don't really explain, like, why this is happening. Um, Although, in the summary, back to that, it does say something's happening with gravity swells. So maybe that's, like, why there are earthquakes and whatever. But I don't know why people are, like, burning down buildings and, like, all these crimes going. Like, I don't know what is happening at the beginning, like, why any of this is happening. No, they don't don't give any, like, background or anything. They just, like, plop you in the world, and they're like, this is happening now. And you're like, why? (laughs) And they're like, who cares? (laughs) So before we actually, like, start the the movie, there's, like, another flashback or flashback within a flashback. I don't know, man. Take a drink or two. (laughs) To the main dude of this movie, I guess, who, like, watches his brother die when he gets shot by a cop. And that's going to come back a lot. They, like, replay that flashback, like, three, four times. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot. So get get your drinks ready. <laughs> <laughs> Let me flash forward to the actual apocalypse. Yeah, finally we're in the movie now. Yeah. <laughs> so him and his two friends, I think. Yeah, so the main guy's name is JB. Mm-hmm. Is that 
And then here, what are his friends' names? The girl is Chica. <laughs> Which <laughs> I don't. I couldn't remember the Asian guy. Spoilers dies like right away. Um, oh, I think his name is Tubbs. <laughs> oh, is that what they? Oh, I thought they were talking about like Tubbs, <laughs> like a tub of ice cream or something. <laughs> oh, well, I think his his like nickname or whatever is Tubbs. I'm not sure. I put down Tubbs in like the cast list that we have, but I have no idea who okay. Tubbs is. So, but I feel like he is Tubbs. Honestly, the names in this movie were like kind of strange like the main the black girl her name is chica which just means girl they <laughs> literally just named her girl <laughs> very creative so yeah there's like a tornado of bees or something <laughs> that's mm-hmm. like coming towards them they have a confrontation with like a, a cop lady and her two white hillbilly friends um one of the white guys dies there's like this confrontation and it looks like you know that scene from the office where michael and i forgot two other people have like their finger guns yeah yeah (laughs) it's exactly that scene the cop lady the two hillbillies um jb and his friends see with this movie things just kind of like happen and they don't really explain why so like jb and his friends are trying to escape the city or something and then this cop lady is like no you can't and he's like why and she's like oh you just can't yeah Um, (laughs) he's like but it's the apocalypse and she's like i don't want to tell you my guy um (laughs) but then all they they just uh escape anyway because these killer bees come they're like "Ooh, better escape them looks like we have bigger problems so they all get in a car and try to escape together except this part didn't make sense because the two hillbilly guys have their own car and one of them like gets in the car and the other's, like, being swarmed by bees. And he's, like, knocking on the window to the passenger seat side. And he's, like, let me in, dude. Like, let me in. Like, I'm going to be eaten by these fucking bees. And then <laughs> his friend just, like, looks at him and watches him die from all these bees. Not a very good friend. <laughs> no. And, like, also, I just want to mention that anytime anyone gets killed by bees in this movie, they don't have bee stings. No, even when they specifically mention, hey, this guy has a bee sting, <laughs> never see it. Everyone's just like, oh my god, that looks so bad. And I'm like, where? Where is it? <laughs> so yeah, they're like driving away. There's this random scene where they almost drive over a cliff, but then they're totally fine because they all make it out of it. Apparently, like the road just like broke off into this <laughs> giant ditch or something. <laughs> And they didn't know until they were right at the edge of it. They're in the cop car, um, and JB and his friends are in the back seat, and then the cop's in the front seat with the one hillbilly dude left, and her and the hillbilly dude, like, get out of the front first so they don't tip the car over. And then they're like, okay, your turn, like, get out of the back now. But, like, in cop cars, you can't open the back doors from inside. Otherwise, the criminals can get out. So they were just like... Um, (laughs) (laughs) that's true. So then the killer bees, like, show up immediately again and kill the Asian dude. But, maybe not, because he comes back as a zombie. Um, so they just kill him again, and then he's gone for good. Wait, wait, doesn't he come back, like, one more time? Or is that someone else? I don't even, they kill, like, four zombies in this, and they all kind of look the same. (laughs) Yeah, they just look like... Walking Dead zombies, like, classic zombie. <laughs> yeah, but they're also all, like, in shadow for some reason. Like, they don't Oh, because of the them. fucking saturation on this movie? <laughs> yeah, so you can't really see their faces. <laughs> so, because they have no car anymore, they decide that they're going to walk to this, like, cabin near them. So there's a scene of them walking. And they're like, oh my god, the bees are coming. But then, <laughs> instead of... Uh, going to the cabin, like, was their whole plan. They just, like, stop in the middle of the road and uh, talk about their backstories and motivations (laughs) and also have a random debate on God. And it's like, oh, we are on a time limit, people. They're literally, like, we have an hour before sunrise or even though it's already daytime in the shot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so they're just, they're like, oh, what's your story? Oh, I had, like, a sad childhood. They're like, Sick, me too, man. That's why I'm 
so sad. <laughs> and they just, like, stop in the middle of the road to talk about this. And, of course, like, they get swarmed by bees because they're so fucking slow and they didn't get to the cabin in time. And the cop lady, like, gets her gun out to shoot the bees? <laughs> like, well, lady. Have, like, like, superhuman aim. You gotta like, be, like, Hawkeye for that. 300 bees versus one cop with a gun. <laughs> Do you think Hawkeye could shoot a bee midair? You know what? I bet he could shoot, like, a, a whole row of bees, like, with oh, one arrow. Like, skewer. I bet he could take them out. Oh, damn. So they end up arriving at the quote-unquote cabin that they were talking about before. But turns out it was the house yeah, that it was they broke into. And the guy I thought was it was hers. Yeah, because she was like, yeah, I know of this cabin that, like, is close to here. We should go there. And they're all like, sick, okay. But, like... That makes it sound like it's your cabin or it's abandoned or something. Mm-hmm. But, but like, <laughs> just a dude's house. Yeah, and he has like a daughter, and the daughter's like, "Please don't hurt my dad." And they're like beating up the dad because he's like, "Get out of my house." <laughs> and then they're like, "Oh, hey, uh, do you have a car? Because our car broke down, and we want to like take your car from you after we uh, <laughs> took over your house for a little bit." And he's like, "I can't get to my car because it's in the barn." And there's like. A fucking hornet's nest in the barn. I can't get to it. And then, like, two minutes later, the cop's like, oh, hey, I'm going to go here. They're making a plan. She's like, oh, I'm going to go here, and I'm going to, like, get rid of the bees here and whatever. Can you go to the car and get the car for us? And he's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, you changed like, his mind, like, real quick. So they make it uh, into the barn, and they make it to the car with a couple run-ins of zombies, um, but of course the car doesn't start. And one of the guys has a line. He's like, oh my god, it's almost predictable. <laughs> this whole movie was predictable. That was like the most self-awareness in this whole movie. <laughs> oh, and and while the guy is um, going out to the barn to get his car, the cop lady and Chica are having like this another like backstory talk. And the cop lady, Chica has, like, kind of an accent. And the cop lady's like, oh, like, where's your accent from? And Chica says, yeah, I was a dopehead. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) she was asking you where you're from. Like, why are you giving your whole backstory? You know when someone's like, oh, hey, that's a cool accent. Where's it from? And you're like, I'm a (laughs) dopehead. I don't what? think that gives you an accent, being a dopehead. Oh my god. I didn't understand what she said, so I was like, guess it doesn't matter, and I just moved on. <laughs> but, uh, hmm. Like, the the writing in this movie could use some work. Like a, like a bit. <laughs> also, while, they're, while the two of them are talking, the daughter of the guy that owns the house, like, comes over to them and just randomly they start talking about the bees and she's like oh yeah the bees have like never hurt me before they just like leave me alone and the two girls the cop lady and chica are like hmm that's weird and then just like move on yeah (laughs) i'm like okay like y'all are gonna like use her for bait or something like come on put your heads together yeah they just like don't use her they're just like oh that's cool anyway (laughs) you know what would have been good in this movie what if one of them was, like, allergic to bees. Oh, my God. Yes. That would have, like, upped the stakes a little bit more. I was just thinking about that. I'm like, how come no one's allergic to bees? Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I... It, I guess it doesn't really matter when there's 300 killer bees. But, I mean. <laughs> it's pretty common, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess you don't really know unless you, until you get stung by one. Oh, yikes. That, mm, that would be true. Have you ever uh, gone stung by a bee? I don't think so. Yeah, me neither. Hopefully we're not starting this year. (laughs) (laughs) This year might be the year. This is the year we find out for good, I guess. Oh, God. Also, because there is that guy, the, like, one hillbilly guy left that's, like, scared of bees or whatever. There's this one scene while they're walking up to the cabin where they, like, hear a wolf howl, and he's like, oh, my God, the bees. (laughs) And they're like, bitch, that's a wolf, you dumb ass. How do you even mix that up, though? Oh, I love that. Oh, I, I got so scared, though. I was like, fuck, they're going to be like werewolves in this movie now? They're trying to introduce werewolves into this? Like, 
three quarters in and we already have bees and zombies like now they're gonna <laughs> i know also they're just like not afraid of wolves they're like oh yeah no like it's just wolves <laughs> yeah we're like, fine. who cares it's the bees that we're worried about <laughs> yeah so yeah the the girls have like more random debates on like god and faith or whatever which is ironic because at this point i had lost faith in this movie Ooh, that was a good oh, one. Thank that you. That was a good roast. Thank I you. Mean, if we're going to be roasting this movie, they might as well be, like, good roast. You know? They might as well be, like, like medium rare, at least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the two guys that are in the barn, they end up getting the car to work. But then one of the, the hillbilly guy just, like, straight up ditches the other dude and, like, drives off on his own with the car. He's like, see ya, suckers. And he only drives for, like, two minutes before the car runs out of gas. And he's like, oh, shit. And, of course, the bees come for him. Of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's done for. He done. Goodbye. <laughs> but the guy that he left, which is the owner of the house, makes it back to the house. But he got stung. And he's, like, acting like he got shot or something. He's, like, laying on the ground. He's like, oh, my God, I can't I can't make it through this. And everyone's like, oh, my God, that's the worst bee sting I've ever seen. Like, you're, bro- you're, like, you're going to die. And um, I couldn't see the fucking bee sting, so I'm like, it's just a bee sting. Also, he was acting like he got shot in the spine because he was <laughs> paralyzed. He was like, I can't feel my legs. <laughs> I'm like, you got stung by one bee. <laughs> Like, I've seen fifth graders get stung by a bee and be like, okay, anyways. <laughs> no. Um, But not him, because he dies. <laughs> One bee sting. He did. He did. So take a drink. And then a whole bunch of other people die because the little girl shoots someone. Who does she shoot? Y- yeah, okay. Basically, after the dad dies, they're all kind of like everything kind of goes to chaos like they're they all start fighting between each other mostly about god and faith again and then there's like this random big reveal that nobody (laughs) saw coming that the cop girl from this movie was the same cop girl from the flat millions of flashbacks that killed the main dude's brother which like we all knew right from the Mm -hmm. first flashback they showed (laughs) <laughs> as soon as they introduce a cop girl, you're like, oh, it's the cop girl from the flashback. Oh, it's her. <laughs> the killer. <laughs> it's fine. So then obviously the main dude like freaks out about this. He starts going kind of psycho. And then the little girl like has a gun. She stole it from yeah, someone, I guess. Uh, for some reason. And she shoots him dead. So he's dead too. Take a drink. So this all the guys like- <laughs> dead at this <laughs> point. You know that uh, SNL skit that mm, what you say? Yes. <laughs> this is like that, where people just c- keep coming into the room and dying and getting <laughs> shot. True. Mm, what you say? <laughs> so now the only people left are Chica, the little girl, and the cop lady. Um, and like the bees start to break in. They're the- they like start to pray. They're like, oh God, please, like literally to God, like. Please save us, God. <laughs> and then he, he does, I guess. The bees go away. They survive. They exit the house and they're like, ah, oh, sick. We're like, we're saved now. Like, um, what happened? Like, what? Oh, they well, prayed, I mean, man. I... <laughs> they prayed. I guess so. I guess that's the, the reason for everything in this movie. They are good. They are safe. That is the end of this movie. Psych! Psych, <laughs> bitches! <laughs> that is not the end of this movie. Because twist ending, turns out that Chica is actually, like, the queen bee in human form. Mm-hmm. You heard that right. <laughs> a human bee? A human bee. A human <laughs> being, oh if you will. Oh, my gosh. She, like controls the bees and i guess she was wearing a yellow bandana the whole time and that was like all the foreshadowing we needed to (laughs) never figure out that she would be the queen of the bees in human form like what (laughs) what (laughs) i feel like a good twist is something that you allude to throughout the movie um but it's not so obvious that it's the cop girl 
that's the same cop girl from the beginning of the movie. But this plot, this like plot twist was more like a plot add-on. That like <laughs> this movie was like two minutes shorter than uh, what we wanted it to be. So you might uh, as well add this in. <laughs> yeah. So she like does this like creepy evil smile and like kills the other two survivors anyway. With the bees, of course. Of course, of course. <laughs> I feel like a good twist, like you said, should be like, oh my god, like, how did I not see that coming? But this one was like, how would I see that coming? <laughs> yeah, th- this is true. And the movie actually ends on, like, some edgy goth rock music. Like, pretending it was some edgy movie all along. No, you were not. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's, like, three end credit scenes that... Ooh. I there's know, like, it's like uh, Marvel Who. There's like a whole end credit movie at the end. I know. But like none of them are connected, right? Because it actually ends when like they all survive. But then Psych, Chica is evil and kills everyone. Um, and then also Psych, there's this random scene of this one survivor dude that we've never seen the whole movie before getting, getting eaten by zombies. And then psych, there's another ending scene of a random blonde girl we've never seen before putting up a cross and controlling bees. And then it actually ends. And I don't know what any of those scenes had to do with each other. (laughs) Well, I can explain one of those scenes, the very end with the random blonde girl, who was the same one putting up the cross at the beginning. She was the little girl all grown up, which makes no sense to me because... At the beginning of that scene, there was a little title tag, and it said five months later. And I feel like five months later for, like, a 12-year-old would make them still look 12 years old, but she looked, like, 16 or whatever. I'm like, wait, what? Also, are my eyes just, like, dumb? Or was the little girl a brunette, and then the girl at the end was blonde? Where do you get hair dye in the apocalypse? So here's the thing. Maybe it was dirt. So here's the thing. She was wearing the same shirt. Oh, okay. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> she was wearing the exact same shirt. She didn't change her shirt in five months. And also, she, I guess she grew like five years older in five months. Um, <laughs> and that's the end of the movie, for real, for real. For real, for real, for real this time. Yeah. <laughs> um, all in all, I'd say, yikes. Yeah. I still, like, don't know why they put that very end scene. Like, were they trying to imply that she was the new queen of the bees? So Chica... Because she started glowing and stuff. I'm so confused. I'm so confused. (laughs) Uh, So let's piece this together, right? Chica revealed herself, probably killed the cop girl, and what? Transferred her powers to the little girl? But, like, why would she do that? Because also, Chica's, like, evil, right? Yeah, like, wouldn't she... And she, there's nothing wrong with her. She's not dying or anything. Like, wouldn't she keep her bee powers? Yeah, man. Or, or was the little girl, like, did she already have some bee powers? Because she did say that the bees wouldn't attack her whenever she went out. So is she also a secret queen bee human in disguise? Is she, like, the good queen? Is oh, she, no. like... The the queen of the east and then the chica's the, <laughs> the witch of the west or like oh. what's going on? Sequel? Oh my god, no please. Sequel? Sequel? <laughs> no, 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 please no though. No, no, no. For real, no. <laughs> but like that's my thing with this movie in general. I think is I'm so confused on whether it was like pro or anti-religion. <laughs> like it kind of like it seemed like it was like super coming on crazy strong like religion you gotta be christian or you'll die (laughs) that seems to be the message for most of it and then at the end it's like or you'll die either way so who cares (laughs) (laughs) a lot of the time we on bad movie sunday write kind of like just jot notes about what happened in the movie so we can make sure that we cover everything in the breakdown um and usually we just kind of like refer to them make sure we're not skipping over any scenes for this one, I genuinely don't think I could have done this episode without a breakdown. Like, I Me cannot too. remember what happened in this movie. Like, from memory, I'm like, okay, they almost fell off a cliff, and then the bees attacked them, and they're a zombie. I don't know what happened in between any of those events, though, and I don't know why any of those happened. And then they all died. And then they all died. So, I mean, we talked a bit at the beginning about kind of, like, the weird editing <laughs> And, like, production of this movie, which I I feel like 
almost like I can't judge too harshly because it honestly seemed like a student movie. <laughs> I don't, it, it had the budget of like, you know, when you reach in your pocket and you're like, oh, what do I have left? It's like, it's just like, we talked about the color grading, how like, I guess they wanted to make it seem super apocalyptic or something. So they just Usually color graded like- <laughs> People color grade it darker, but they, for some reason, graded it lighter. Yeah, they turned the exposure, like, way on maximum. (laughs) (laughs) I mentioned this, like, quickly, but a lot of the scenes, they, like, shift between day and night in the same scene. (laughs) 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 Like, just, like, for example, like, when they're breaking into that random dude's house, when Cop Lady, like, breaks down the door, it's nighttime, but then when we see her walking into the house it's daytime again and then it's nighttime when you look out the windows but then we show an outside shot and it's daytime again and then they say oh hey it's nighttime but it's clearly just daytime and they didn't even put any like blue filter over it to be like yeah no like it's nighttime it's like still color graded yellow with the exposure at 11 (laughs) it was just strange choices a lot of that uh, happened. It was like an asylum movie, which is already kind of low budget, but it was like an even more low budget version of an asylum movie. Yeah, but asylum, I feel like they know what they're about, right? And they don't like fuck with their settings too much. Yeah, this movie didn't know what it wanted to be. Yeah, I feel like asylum movies are a little more uh, pleasing to the eye. Oh, very much so. Even if, you know, they ha- of course they have, like, bad CGI. Uh, this one had bad CGI bees. Uh, what doesn't really in this, in this genre? In terms of, like, the lighting their actors and stuff, the Asylum does, like, a pretty good job. And they don't have a lot of, like, oh, it's daytime and nighttime and daytime again in the same, in the same scene. Also, what you mentioned about the CGI, the... <laughs> <laughs> the CGI bees in this movie kind of reminded me of that Nicolas Cage movie. <laughs> the one where he's like screaming into a helmet or something. Hold on, why was Nick Cage in this movie? I want to see him in this movie. Wait a minute, I agree. <laughs> Wait, because like that movie also got a pretty bad review. What if you just combine the two? <gasps> Wait a minute. This, this plot, but with Nicolas Cage as the bee queen. <laughs> Wait a minute, I think we're on to something. <laughs> don't change the editing, don't change the exposure, but add Nicolas Cage. Add yep. the beak. Wow, this is the, the beakwell that we've been waiting for. Oh, yes, girl. I changed my mind, you can have a beakwell, and this is the beakwell. And this is it. <laughs> <laughs> Another just, like, weird production thing was, like, it looked like only one or two scenes where they used green screen and the rest was like filmed on location but the one green screen that was just so weirdly obvious was do you remember like the the scene right after the they almost drive off a cliff and they like hide in a tunnel yeah in that tunnel it's like obviously a real tunnel right but then when the asian dude shows up as a zombie he's in like a cgi tunnel (laughs) it's different than the tunnel that they're in and it's just you're already on location filming. Why? What? Why I, would you... <laughs> I didn't even notice that because I was so distracted by, like, it was too dark in that scene anyway. Oh, and that this was the first time we saw a zombie in this movie. <laughs> yeah, oh, I was kind of taken aback by that also. <laughs> <laughs> also, the tunnel itself. Like, they had scenes when they were talking to each other in the tunnel, but it's a tunnel. So the echo was so bad, you could barely tell what they were saying. Oh my Usually God, you'd, yeah. like, re-record that in the studio, Just, right? Just, like, please dub that over after. Like, you don't have to get please. all of their voices on location. Just, like... I had to put on captions because I didn't know what they were saying for half this movie. Oh, and also that's just because, like, it didn't make any sense what they were saying. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. I'm like, mm, is that what they really said? <laughs> and it was. Did they, did they really say, um, Ouchie just got stung by a bee? Because uh, I don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, show us the receipts. Show us the stings. <laughs> Where are the stings? <laughs> show us sting. <laughs> oh, you know who should have been in this movie? Sting? <laughs> yeah. You know, I was so disappointed because uh, in the B movie, they had like B names. Some of them had B names like Barry, B, Benson, whatever. No one in this movie had a B name. Like they had the audacity 
to have Tsunami and no B names. Like, even in Sharknado, the main dude's name was Finn. Oh my god, yes. Instead, they go for names like Girl. <laughs> what? Tubs. Tubs. <laughs> that has nothing to do with B. Uh, call him Buzz. Why don't you call him Buzz? So much better. <laughs> also, like, about just kind of, like, the story itself, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of it seems like they tried to make a lot of scenes super dramatic, but we didn't know anything about what was going on or the characters, so there's just kind of no stakes. Yeah, they were just confusing. Like, I don't know what any of their motivations are. I don't know why JB, like, knew the whole time that the cop girl was the one that shot his brother and he only confronted her about it at the very end. Like, what? (laughs) There was just, like, a lot of weird, unnecessary drama that it's seemed like was only put in there to add runtime (laughs) (laughs) i feel like they were trying to make it more suspenseful but like it didn't really work because i wasn't like at the edge of my seat or anything during the movie yeah they also just like the script was like they'd straight up like stop any action or anything for like a full two minutes and just straight up tell us about the characters in dialogue instead of showing what they're like to us. Yeah, like, they're like, oh, my childhood was like this. How was your childhood? I know. They literally, like, Chica is talking to the cop girl in one scene and she's like, yeah, JB, the main dude, is like really misunderstood because he's really troubled about his friend or brother. Honestly, I do not know. Uh, it was his brother, but I have no idea for sure. We'll say his brother being shot at the beginning of the movie by a cop. And that's why he has trouble with authority. Like, we know that. (laughs) We've also seen the flashback. Yeah, they they try to, like, stick in some details into conversations that, like, don't need to be in those conversations. Like, that thing that I mentioned before about the cop being like, oh, like, that's such a cool accent. Like, where are you from? And she's like, yeah, I was a dopehead. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What does that have to do with anything? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That doesn't even, like, none of their backstories really come into play at all, except for JB and the cop. <laughs> like, they don't need to talk about Chica's backstory or, like, the hillbilly's no, backstory. Because she's a bee. But they don't say anything that would make <laughs> you think that she's a bee. No. She was like, oh, when I was born into the hive, I mean, (laughs) when I was born into my regular human family, um, (laughs) oh my god, she could have been like, oh, I was a dope head, I was like addicted to honey, I mean, crack, (laughs) (laughs) that'd be good, uh, but they didn't, yeah, nothing like that at all, unfortunately, unfortunate B, oh, I'm glad. So we have some uh, reviews from IMDb and some from Letterboxd to see what the people of the internet thought of Tsunami, and then we'll get into our own ratings after. So do you want to do IMDb first, or do you want to do Letterboxd first? Let's go short and sweet. Let's go Letterboxd. Okay. I have three uh, Letterboxd reviews, and the first one is by... Chatcher? <laughs> I think it's pronounced Chatcher, who gave it half a star out of five, and they say, potentially the worst film I've ever seen in my entire life. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> the second review is by Cinematic, who also gave it half a star out of five. This is what the B movie should have been. Oh. I'm gonna have to disagree, disabee. Oh, but that's uh, our second review, and our final review is by Cameron, who also gave it half a star out of five. And Cameron says this movie is trying too hard to be something. No thanks. (laughs) Very nice. Very nice. Now let's jump on over to IMDb (laughs) and see what's what. So the first IMDb review we have here is by user Jim Jam James, who gave it a 4 out of 10, and their tagline is Wasp NATO? Be NATO? <laughs> Which is more accurate, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Unsure why it's titled Wasp. Oh my gosh, it has different titles. 
Unsure why it's titled Wasp NATO in the UK, why not be NATO? Given that there are no wasps in the movie, the protagonist was the only plausible actor, I agree with that. The effects were very questionable. Palatable narrative, nothing new, but the pacing was watchable. $780,000 budget? Huh? Mm-hmm. Would like to know where the budget went. And I would have to agree. Me too. So that's, I mean, I don't think that's the budget of a student film, which is usually zero dollars. <laughs> which is what this movie seemed like it had. Like, honestly, if this was really a student film, I wouldn't be that disappointed. Like, if I made this, like, maybe, but... <laughs> but it's but like, considering it has, oh, like, a pretty big budget for... If it is a student film or just, like, a, a indie film budget, like, that's pretty hefty, I would say. I would say so, too. And uh, our next review is by user... Willie 14882 who gave it a 1 out of 10, and their tagline is a must-watch disaster piece. I love that. I don't know if they coined that phrase, but I think I'm going to use that from now on. <laughs> well, we definitely are. <laughs> I love horrible movies. I've been binge-watching them on Amazon. I've seen everything from Sharktopus to Whale Wolf to I Was a Teenage <laughs> Where's where's skunk? I think we need to watch that one. Tsunami is in a league of its own. While the previous movies are made self-aware of their own campiness, Tsunami is painfully unaware of it. Tsunami is hands down the worst movie I have ever seen. It is now the movie I tell people they need to see, and I truly believe it will stand the test of time. The original score and totally insane, nonsensical post-ending perfectly complement the overall film. This disaster piece was made possible by Indiegogo, so please continue to support your local art and artists, because I genuinely love experiencing these train wrecks caught on film. So that explains how they got all that money, is it was an Indiegogo campaign. Oh, yeah. Do you think the the people who contributed to that... uh, 780,000. Do you think they were satisfied with this? Um, like, I hope so. Because <laughs> that's a lot of money. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, even if you donated $20 to their campaign, I would feel like if if you, like, pitched this movie to me, I would think it would be a little funnier, maybe. Yeah. A little less religion-driven. Definitely. Um, Maybe some character development would be nice, mm-hmm. or like a, a plot that makes sense. Oh, we love or that. Like, yeah, or like, you know, some good CGI. Like, you can't have all of those things, but maybe like pick and choose at least two or three of them. Um, yeah, I'm even just like picturing what the pitch could have possibly been. Like, we're gonna make a monster disaster movie. Okay, but, I love that. Um... We're also uh, going to sprinkle in just a touch, just a, just a tad, not too overwhelming, except it's going to be the entire plot that, uh, I don't what is the message of this movie? Like, <laughs> that's what they say in the pitch. They're like, mm, well, like maybe the audience can <laughs> figure it out for us. We're not really sure at this point. Um, so, you know, movies like Sharknado, like uh, big kind of mockbusters that uh, people love to hate and love to watch. Um, kind of like that, except like not funny and also like a lot of God in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, mm, like I'll pass on your uh, pitch. Thank you very much, though. Well, a lot of people seem to be really into it, apparently. Mm-hmm. You know um, what, uh, guys? For you, uh, for you listening at home, don't forget to uh, donate to our Kickstarter, where we're trying to get the B movie two made by. <laughs> Jerry the Seinfeld again. The Us and Jerry, uh, good old pals ever since we uh, hyped up his movie in the B-movie episode. Oh, absolutely. We're still waiting for his uh, initial call, but it'll happen. Yeah, World War B, coming to you very soon. <laughs> I mean, it's already out there in the world, real bees. <laughs> this is true. Or just, like, step outside. <laughs> step outside and you can experience it in 4D. 4B, <laughs> if you will. 
oh <laughs> Ooh, yikes so i don't really that's not a good it's <laughs> not a good thing but yeah um you know good on them for making a, a movie uh without you know a big studio budget or whatever but they they could have uh made a, a few things a little better i feel yeah i don't know if this is a little harsh but i feel like this is a movie that Every aspiring filmmaker should watch for the purpose of knowing what not to do. You know, most of the time you have to experience for yourself what not to do. But sometimes God brings along a movie like this just for you to uh, see how other people have uh, experienced what not to do. Yeah, they fail so we don't have to. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> Failure isn't a bad thing all the time. Mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's the message that not the movie, but we're trying to <laughs> put out there for this episode. Because you know we did say we're trying to make uh, these reviews, these podcasts, a little nicer. So that's what we'll end with, I guess. <laughs> Before we go, I guess we'll leave you with our reviews of the movie. Uh, Amy, on a scale. From 1 to 10, uh, 1 being so bad I could barely finish it, and um, 10 being not that bad for a bad movie, what would you give this? Okay, well, first, before I give my review, just for context, IMDb gave this 2.1 out of 10, and Rotten Tomatoes did not have a critic score, but it had an audience score of 43%. Yay. Which kind of like averages out to like 30%. So here's the thing. It's not even like about money, really. Like the things that they could have made better. They could have like polished up the script for free. Like they could have just asked people to read it and been like, hey, does this make sense at all? Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, while they were filming, they could have like not uh, oversaturated literally every shot. They could have uh-huh. lit the shots a lot better. Um, they definitely had the means to light the shots better because they had like 40 lights, I'm guessing, and up in one room. $800,000. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that, you know, those are things that could be easily fixed regardless of what their budget was. They could have like, you know, added in some character development. I understand that CGI is expensive and difficult, so I'm not going to roast them for their bees. But just, you know, they could have had a lot of things that they might have liked to touch up before they actually released the movie. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to give like a, a two, maybe a two and a half. Because I appreciate the effort. I know how hard it is to make a movie. I've only ever made short movies. I can't imagine how awful it is to make a, an entire like feature length movie. So I'll go a little easy on them. Two and a half. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> What about you, Ashley? So, I know we're trying to trying to toast a little more this season, but genuinely, if I didn't have to watch this for the podcast, I think I would have stopped watching five minutes in. Five minutes is like, I, a lot happened in five minutes. Surprisingly. Okay. I don't know if I've ever done this before, but I think I'm going to give it like a... Zero to negative one. <laughs> oh, my. really? You're wasting our first negative on this oh, movie? I really we, did not like this movie. We have given zeros out before. I remember I gave a zero out to the kissing booth because I couldn't stand it. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I feel like we gave a few more zeros out. Oh, that one with Madonna oh, on the awful. beach? <laughs> um, that's definitely a zero. But uh, was this one worse than them for you? For me, yeah. I mean, we're not going, like, super negative. You know, we're just, like, dipping our toes into the negatives. But <laughs> this was, I think, the worst, for me, movie I have seen on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> there are a lot of things that they could have improved. Mm-hmm. Um, no denying that. Our first negative. Wow. What uh, an accomplishment. What a milestone. We do have to praise them for being the first one to receive a negative. So that is a toast. That is a toast. Congrats (laughs) to them for being our first negative 
uh, Goldblum. Oh, God. I feel like there should be, uh, from zero to ten, it's like the Goldblum scale. But (laughs) from zero to negative ten, there should be, like, a different scale entirely. Like, where you move completely off the Goldblum scale, because it's just that bad. Oh, what actor do we have? Now, I'll, I'll propose something here. Okay. Of course, let me just remind all of you that the reason we do the Goldblum scale is not because uh, Jeff Goldblum has been in any bad movies. That is not it at all. Mm-hmm. It's because he likes to rate things himself uh, on the Goldblum scale, which is nice. Um, <laughs> but I'm thinking for the negatives from zero to negative ten, we should uh, honor this system by having an actor that has been in like a lot of bad movies. So here's what I'm thinking. And you can say no. This is just, you know, spitballing. We're just putting our ideas out here. So we got the Goldblum scale, but we also got the Sandler scale. Girl, I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) What do we think of it? I think this is a very good idea. I accept your proposal. It's official. The the Sandler scale. (laughs) (laughs) So this is the first movie to ever make it onto the Sandler scale. Yeah. Wow. Damn, what a milestone. What a mile, like, we have to praise it for that, right? Gotta give him props. We gotta give him some credit. <laughs> yeah. So congrats to them. It, it wasn't all bad. See, we got some goodness out of it. Yeah. Anyway, that's uh, what we thought of the movie. If you guys have seen the movie and you have uh, anything you want to say about it or if you have other movies to recommend to us, you can always find us at uh, bad movie Sunday podcast at gmail.com. Just shoot us an email or we're on Twitter and Letterboxd, both at BMS Podcast. And we just want to uh, remind all of you that we did take a two or three month break, but we're back now and we're going to try to keep uh, updating regularly. So every two weeks, uh, as per usual, you'll have a new episode from us. Hopefully, a good one. <laughs> In the meantime, I'm Ashley. I'm Amy. And we'll see you next, next week.